song. Circles. You don't remember Circles? It was on Emancipation. Emancipation. Emancipation of Mimi. That wasn't that song, Treated Me Wrong. That was. No, Treated Me Wrong was the first. No, you have like 10 different songs. Okay. Circles. Love Takes Time was on her first album when we were in junior high. Takes time. Couldn't mm. see that I was blind. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Okay, the, the other one I meant was the other song off that album. Treated me wrong. I had a vision, vision of, of love. love. Oh my God. <laughs> it only took all day. It only took oh, all day. Oh, <laughs> we're so sorry, Mariah. Welcome back, everybody to a new episode of She's Gonna Say It. TT here. Miss Lou on the mic. How has your week been? Um, exciting. It was exciting. Um, I feel like it was a little bit lazy because I didn't get everything done on my list, but I feel it was a, it was productive. I love being lazy. I love being a homebody. Mm-hmm. COVID sucks, but I like the part of it that we can just stay home. Yeah. I'm such a homebody. I like to go out here and there, mm-hmm. but I'm such a, I'm sorry guys. I keep hiccuping and I'm trying to hold it back. So forgive me. <laughs> well, anyway, we're excited to have a new kind of episode for you guys. We're going to start a book club. She's going to say a book club. This was inspired yesterday. I was on Apple TV um, watching Oprah has some interviews on there. And she, it, a lot of it was about, uh, like the George Floyd mm-hmm. type issues and mm-hmm. I watched the those. Black they were Lives okay Matter. but yeah Black Lives Matter and then she changed it up and she had some celebrities on there and there was about 10 I forgot everyone that was on there the one I picked first mm-hmm. was Mariah I oh. saw her and I was like I have to see this interview I have to see this crazy chick and yeah. what she's gonna say and I have to say I have totally not changed my mind because I always mm-hmm. love Mariah mm-hmm. but I always thought of her and perspective that has totally changed in 24 hours like she was what she was talking about is crazy it makes sense Mm -hmm. it's like she was the first britney except she wasn't conserved that's how i kind of felt nice i like and i felt really guilty about all the bad thoughts i thought about her when she was being crazy on mtv live Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all this stuff all the diva part correct, correct and she is a diva yeah Let's not get it wrong, but she deserves to be. Right. She wrote a book, The Meaning of Mariah Carey, and she looked, first of all, she looks hot as fuck on this cover. Fierce. I mean, I wish I had hair like that. She is 53 years old, still looking the same damn way that she looked like in her 20s. Flip the book over, though, because I'm looking at the back, and that is giving me life right there. I just noticed that. Mm -hmm. That's giving me life. When she's. She has, she probably like what, nine or 10 on that picture. That is a beautiful picture of her. It's like a side view of her. One little quick, this is in the, you know, the little edge part. And when they tell you what the book is about, just really briefly, it says, though there have been countless stories about me throughout my career and very public personal life, it has been impossible to communicate the complexities and depths of my experience in any single magazine article or a 10 minute television interview and even then my words were filtered through someone else's lens mm. largely satisfying someone else's assignment to define me nice i love that it is beautiful 
We are going to give ourselves two weeks to read this book okay? because we all have busy lives yeah. and we're doing this podcast. But this, this is going to be an easy read. because It's going to be an easy read. Like yeah. I'll probably read it in one night because mm-hmm. I'll just mm-hmm. probably stay up all night and be tired at work tomorrow just because. <laughs> just because it's have right, Carrie. Yeah. Um, if you want to read it with us, please feel free. I got it off Amazon. I got it in less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Like literally I got it in. Literally. Literally. 12 hours. And we're going to read it. And if you want to read it with us. We will be discussing it in our future episode, probably two or three weeks from now, maybe four weeks, because you know how that I am. You know how we do. But anyway, so how we do. We're here for a coffee talk, and who loves their coffee talk? (laughs) Miss Lou loves her coffee talk. And we have, as always, our deep and shallow question, (laughs) and I'm gonna start. Okay, kick it off then, TT. Appropriate for what we just talked about. What is your favorite Mariah song? Oh God! You could also pick an album. Um, my favorite Mariah song. I can't think of the title, but it's one with Snoop Dogg. Off say of the something, say yes, something. off Emancipation of Mimi. Woo! I don't know why. It just it's just the way Snoop raps on that. And then the, I think there's one right after that with Jermaine Dupri, where he's kind of singing, and it's like. Ah, something um you're looking good tonight or something in the club once you're coming home with oh me. yeah oh, i was like jamie dupree just gave me life in this song right now because i didn't know he, he had it in him i know i knew he rapped like with bow wow but he was actually kind of singing and with the groove i was like okay on so, a side note can you believe he pulled janet man he must have a great personality <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say uh, he pulled I, janet mm. and still talks about how that yeah, was that was, I, you know what? After she got him a haircut, he wasn't too bad looking. I was like, oh, okay, Janet. I see kind of what you're talking about because his pockets was long. So we already knew he had money. He had enough to to stay with her to buy the gifts and stuff that she probably ain't seen and take her places that she probably hasn't never been because he thugged her. I'm sure he thugged her out because everybody else she was with were kind of squares, kind of lame. But I think Jermaine Dupree was you, the one. Do you really think that? He got her by buying her presents. I don't think that. No, I I think I think it what it was that attracted him, her to him was probably his vibe. He was real chill, and they got in the music and started working with the music, and then it just went from there. I think they just was, she felt his drive and his passion with it, and he felt hers, and I think that kind of led that relationship. You know, if I could uh, interview anyone, I think I would love to interview Janet just because there's so many dimensions to her, like mm-hmm. being in the Jackson family. Yeah, Michael Jackson's her brother. Yeah. Yeah. Being a child star, yep. being Penny. Penny. Oh know, my gosh. I was that? just watching that a couple of days ago. Yeah. Being married to this billionaire, yep. getting divorced, having a child at 50. You know, right? so many So things, many different like, elements. Yeah. The one question I think I want to ask her is who would Janet be if she wasn't in the Jackson family? I wonder if that question's ever been asked to her. Probably. Not. I don't think I've, I don't think I would I know that. Because I think I remember someone asking her what did she want to do when she grew up other than this. Is Joe Jackson still alive or did he pass away? I can't uh, remember. I think he passed away. You beat on Michael and you killed his mouse. For me, Mariah's had some, a couple janky ass albums. Right? Although she's had some bangers on each of those. Emancipation, Emancipation of Mimi is absolutely my favorite album. Yeah. It's probably because it came in a time in my life where I needed that album. So I think a lot of times... Music speaks to us because we're going through something. Yeah. And I was really going through it. And Circles did it for me. And one of my favorites is 
we belong together. The feeling that I get and then I don't have a choice. (laughs) I just love her. I love her first album. I remember being in junior high and being just so enraptured by Vision of Love and Love Takes Time. And right. She's just the epitome of one of the greatest. I believe it too. Vocalists on earth next Mm. to Whitney, Mm -hmm. next to Adele, next to Mary J. Mary J is different. She's Mary J doesn't have the vocal range that they do. She has entertainment value, but yeah. Hers, when she's you're on looking a different at Whitney level. and Mariah, like they're just yeah. and they did their song together from Prince of Egypt, a oh, movie I loved. That was a wonderful movie. When you believe, remember that song? Yeah, I that's love one that. of my. Favorite I remember songs. when they did that on what show did they perform that on? And they were just trying to out sing each other ah, at the end. Oh, I mean Whitney has. A, <laughs> they was killing it though. Whitney has a fabulous voice, and I. Don't think one is better than the other, but Mariah has that opera background. She hits more than 18 octaves, I think. Well, that's what what that's one thing Whitney did give her cuz she said the the range that mm-hmm. she does with when she goes with that i i thing, mm-hmm. she said that she she's not able to do that. When she, she said goes you with have the to, false. yeah, she said you have to go to a different part Aaliyah of your throat. went to false all the time. I think she stayed in that. That well, was she was just, always singing Yeah, she false. was always singing that way. And if you guys don't know what that means, we mean falsetto. Same but way. I do have to bring up that it's was almost nice. the anniversary of Aaliyah's death. Mm. And that was very mm. when we talk about some of celebrities. No, that it's died. past her death already. It was August like eleventh or something. So we're like that's what I mean. We're almost we're here. Like we're here. We're sitting around the anniversary <laughs> of mm-hmm. Aaliyah's death. And that one really hurt me. Yeah, I don't that know one why. Did. That hurt me too. George Michael hurt me. That hurt me yeah, a lot too. Hurt. But Tupac Aaliyah really, and Aaliyah hurt me. As we posted on our Instagram, they are actually starting to stream her music again. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always looking for her music on Apple. Yeah. And you can't find it. And come to find out her family was stopping everybody oh. from streaming her music. And they weren't even selling CDs anymore. So I actually bought two CDs. I had to buy them from Asia. They were $40 each for wow. um, one in a million. And, um, and AJ never, nothing but a number? No, no. That one's free because that was under R. Kelly. So oh, that album has always been, been streamed, there. Yes, but it right. was one in a million and the one after that that had Rock the Boat, the one before she died. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the Aaliyah. So, and they're going to release that one in another month. So, mm-hmm. No, I had the original CDs and I, I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but my ex, I had like a whole you know remember we used to have like books of cds still have the one car? still have no one. i would have still had it it was like furry gray <laughs> the same guy that stole my steak stole my fucking cd <laughs> the steak thieving ass i had nigga. everything in there i had um <laughs> little mo i had wow um, angela martinez wow i had red hot chili peppers Did she just put I her whole government Pearl out there Jan. angela martinez it's angie martinez angie martinez well you know her she full name angela. is angela no, I love. No, she had a dope ass album. She yeah. had one. I, well, she I know did. she had she two, had co- she had but the first one, it was dope. Uh, it Where was do okay. we go? Mm-hmm. I like some mm-hmm. of the songs mm-hmm. off of there, not all mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not bitter, but I am bitter. I want those fucking CDs back because yeah. I had everything. I had Blue Cantrell. I had what? Well, that was song the was one that? they were saying. Oh, hit him up. Yeah, that was the one that they were saying that Mary, there's a new artist coming out. She's going to take yeah. Mary's place. She didn't, though. She did not. And then no here comes Blue take- Cottrell. And they're like, oh, that's it? No one's ever going to take Mary's right. place. It's like, cut it out. But I think the one they were talking about ultimately was Keisha Cole, but she still didn't take Mary's place. So. No. No one's going to take Mary's place. Yeah. 
And no one's going to take Mariah's place. No. But anyway, so for Mariah, Emancipation of Mimi was really just, for me, it's one of my favorite albums. I have top three. Yeah. I have Mary's My Life, Mm. Lauren Hill's Mm. Miseducation. Miseducation, yes. I can't. Every time Mm -hmm. X Factor or Zion comes on, Mm -hmm. we're listening to it. And mariah carey's emancipation of mimi mm. and that's you know it for the me. other the other albums i have a f- there's you know i'm such a music buff so i have a few quite a few albums that really did it for me in certain times of my life but one of the ones that uh, people are slept on was india Ari. yeah i forgot the name of the title of the album but it was her first i album. can visualize the cover of my yeah, head with all i just the can't remember feathers and she had this mm-hmm. nice cover up and stuff so any that that one and then of course you know old husband still unasked alicia keys songs in a minor like that oh, a whole yeah. album was yeah. just fire for me i just i lost my shit I, I i warped literally played that so much in my cd player it was warped me too mm-hmm. when a real one no. is a real man mr man was the one too that just Everything. killed me oh Think I'm jealous of your girlfriend? Oh, yes. I need to bring that album back. Thank you for reminding (laughs) me. This is why I love you. Thank you for reminding me. Yes, slappers. So, there's Uh, yeah, there's some music out there that people are just forgetting about. You know what, Mariah? First of all, let me tell you, my oldest daughter's middle name is Mariah. I did name her after you because she's mixed and beautiful and talented. I didn't know that at the time. So, we were in the hospital and we didn't even have a first name for her yet. And her dad was <laughs> coming around talking about calling her Latanya, which is his sister's name. And I was like, holy fuck, no, not your fucking sister's <laughs> name. I can't stand your sister. <laughs> Let me be clear, people. I do love my man's sisters, but not that particular man. Yeah. Sister. So <laughs> so he was like, Latanya. I was like, hell no. We came up with Taja. And then we were three days in there because I had a C-section. And the birth recorder came around and she finally said, listen. If you don't decide on a name, mm-hmm. you're going to have to go all the way down to county and stand in oh. line to get your birth certificate and put her name on it. Oh, so so then I said, you know what? I just want to name her Mariah. Taja Mariah. I spelt it differently. Yeah. M-A-R-I-Y-A. Okay. But my intent was after Mariah Carey. Right. Because I just love her music. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that Taja Mariah had a good flow to it. Yeah. So... Now the world knows. What's your shallow question? All right. All right. Um, The kind of light one I have is what is the one skill you wish you had? I wish I could sing. Mm. I love to sing, but my tone is I'm nasally. Mm. I have little nose and nostrils. And Mm. sometimes I can hit a no. I was in choir. I have like Mariah has 18 octaves. I have two. (laughs) And they're low altos, <laughs> like bordering on a tenor if women had that category, oh but we don't. So I'm a low alto, so I can do that, but I really don't have range and I don't think I have a good tone. Although someone told me once that I was thinking, oh, you have a good tone, but I don't. You be the judge. You hear us singing on here all the time. Yeah. I Yeah. But I, I really wish that I'm very envious of people that can sing. I wish I could sing and write music. I can play music. I can play the piano. I used to play the bass, the big bass. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I used to play the cello. I used to play the viola. And I love music. I love to sing. I love listening to music. But gosh darn, I wish I could sing. Interesting. Okay. Because I always wanted to, um, I don't think I ever told anybody this. I always wanted to like. Oh, is this a revelation right here? 
Yeah, because like, I don't never think I ever discussed it because I thought it was silly. And I was like, well, where the where girls do that at? So I always wanted to be a jockey. Like a horse jockey? Yeah, but I didn't know that girls did that until later. And then somebody told me, of course, they always somebody always has to crush my dreams because I'm a big girl. <laughs> Uh, yeah they're like you're too big right they're like you're you're too big you're a big ass will hurt the poor horse trying to race the damn horse no that's not the reason but yeah no they were saying basically the dynamics of a jockey is somebody who's small and do you know i used to ride horses i didn't know that i used to go to camp like i went camp two years in a row it was um, horse riding camp. We, we rode Western style. <laughs> Western style? Well, your both your legs are on one side? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> there's wet. So okay. in modern age, mm-hmm. there's Western and um, classic. I don't, classic. It's not, that's not what it's called. Right. But it's like English. English. So there's Western and English riding. Got it. So it was a Western style. And I remember... I had a horse named Princess, and I was like, oh, she's beautiful. I want her. And they're like, oh, no, you can't handle her. And I was like, I don't care. I want her. Like, so you have right. the same horse. For the- she was a little bitch, but we matched each other perfectly. <laughs> yeah. So they used to have us barrel race. So you know what right. barrel racing is? Yeah. When you go around the yeah, barrels yeah. as fast as you can. And so we used to, it was a camp, so you would take your lessons, and then sometimes they'd take you up in the hills mm-hmm. to ride. So I, we went up to the hills. And I remember, this is one of my favorite memories. I love Princess. Rest mm-hmm. her soul. I'm sure she's not alive anymore. Right. It's like 30 years. <laughs> she was like gray. She was nice. like silver. She was oh. silver. She was beautiful. So then they were like, well, we're going to let you just free ride and gallop. So, right. Or, or trot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I held her back because you hold him. So in Western riding, you don't hold the, like in any riding, you don't hold the horn. You just it's the way you so in english you hold the reins with two hands right and in western you hold it with one hand ah so i was holding her and out and so when you pull back that means they can't go because the bit of the um rein is in their teeth yeah so when you pull back they're like oh and they yeah. know what it is because they're already trained right so i was holding her back holding and i let her go dude she was like what's his name osain bolt yeah <laughs> she fucking flew from behind oh my i God. was like oh shit it was the most fun i might have had in my entire life <laughs> i was i loved it right i loved it and then when we barrel raced i did the same thing i held her back held her back and then we went and we won wow i love princess and then when i moved that was when i lived in seattle and then when i moved to north virginia washington dc area i went to a camp and it was classical riding okay and so it was a lot different for me so you learn to like you know when they trot yeah so is there very rhythm to it yeah remember when snoop dogg on that episode was like they're crip walking yeah yeah the damn fucking horse threw me off oh my god flew me across and i wasn't even hurt and they felt bad but anyway my point is i used to horseback ride and i wish we're the same size pretty much so yeah could definitely not be a jockey right like, cause they're like basically a hundred pounds. Yeah, they're foot. little. They're hella little. But Even smaller horse, than that. Let's go horseback riding. We should do that. I no, will, we're going to. Cause I've never done it, and I've never been on one. I've been close to one on the side of the road, and that's about it. I love it, cause these animals are like dogs. They're very. They have feelings. Right. They, you know, you connect with them. Yeah. So I like that. Let's I like do that. it. Okay. So what's your deep one? Whew. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, you're not ready. I'm ready. You <laughs> not ready. ready. Okay. <laughs> do you have an inner voice? And if you do, have you ever ignored it when you shouldn't have? Mm. 
Now that is a deep one. <laughs> hey, TT. Don't fuck around. <laughs> That's deep. You know what? Yes, I do have an inner voice and I have uh, neglected it, not listened to it, ignored it. And it did cost me. Let me ask another question. When you have ignored it in whatever situation you are in, do you realize you should have listened to it? Yes, exactly. You knew it was there. Because the inner voice doesn't come all the time. It's a gut feeling, right? Yeah. It's a gut feeling. It's I kind of hear a voice because it's, I, I don't know. That's kind of, it's weird to, how, weird to explain. No, there is. has been times where I've heard, actually heard a voice like, hey, Louise, what are you doing? And I'm like. Do you what? think it's God or do you think it's just the inner voice? I think it's a combination of everything. I think it's my guardian angel mm-hmm. saying, hey, wait, what do you wake up? What are you doing? Or it's my conscience first, depending on how heavy or light the situation may be. First, maybe my conscience. Second, maybe, you know, my guardian angel. I have definitely had instances where I pulled up to like the gas station and I've seen someone and I was like, something doesn't feel right. Like, this is a serial killer right here. Mm-hmm. And I just drove off. Yeah. And then I feel, you feel stupid yeah. when you listen to your inner voice. But then I think back, like, I'll give a great example. Mm-hmm. When I first moved to the city, I thought it was a safe city. This is where I wanted to raise my children. And as soon as I moved here, there was some dude at the grocery store basically trying to kidnap women. Like, he would put the chloroform over their face and kidnap them. Wow. So I had pulled into the Safeway. And something about it, I just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. So I drove off and went to another grocery store. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was my inner voice or my right. gut feeling. It's a gut feeling versus inner voice. Yeah. They never caught the dude. And then a few years later in 2012, someone had killed one of my daughter's classmates. He kidnapped her off the road, did whatever and mm-hmm. killed her. They never found her body. Right. But he got convicted of murder because there was so much DNA evidence. And come to find out it was the same guy that was chloroforming, trying to chloroform women Ugh. at the local grocery store right behind Where our house were? right here, oh like up gosh. the street. When I was younger, I used to feel a certain way about not listening to my inner voice. Like mm-hmm. I'd feel like, are you being racist? Yeah. Are you being a certain type of way? And now I'm just like, my inner voice doesn't come out all the time. Right. So when it comes, I'm like, I'm listening to you, Listen bitch. Listen to it. Listen. Thank you, sister. hmm you know when you're walking down the street and there's a bunch of guys? Yeah. Right? And you feel uncomfortable and you move to the other side. And they're like, oh, you're being racist? Yeah. This is for me. Yeah. I feel that way if it's a bunch of white guys or a bunch of black guys or, or whatever a bunch the of case mix. Be, yeah. But I don't feel like that all the time. So that's when I learned to listen to my inner voice. Like, stop worrying about what people think about you. Yeah. Stop worrying about if they think you're racist. When your inner voice, when your gut tells you, yeah. like, you're about to get, I will give you another great example. <laughs> When I was in high school, you know, you used to run with certain people, yeah, different yeah. groups. And, you know, everyone wants to be cool. So we went to a park and I was the only female mm-hmm. with about five dudes. Mm. And we were smoking weed mm-hmm. and drinking whatever young mm-hmm. kids do. And then it was time to go home. And literally, I was like two blocks up the street. So I was like, I just started to feel uncomfortable yeah. being around this group of men. So I was like, I'm going to go home. Oh, we'll drive you. No, no, no I'm good. I'll go. One of them said straight up, what, do you think we're going to rape you? And I say, yeah, I do. And I left. Mm. Move forward five years. The dude that said that, his nickname is beep, 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 
the rapist because so many girls in our neighborhood he raped Mm, mm, but mm. it was in my gut i was like something's not right here like yeah quit trying to please the crowd you know yeah wow it wasn't even about race or anything like that. yeah it was just a gut feeling you know that's funny i had a gut feeling like that i was doing some uber some side hustling and i had a passenger in the back seat and i was up in oakland and i didn't like to be in oakland but that's where the money was at at the time so i said you know it is what it is i got my little weapons i'll thor somebody if it gets crucial (laughs) so i actually had um the passenger and we went to some remote so it was like uber carpool um um yeah the okay. carpool so i had picked her up and then the next location it was taking me like a while and she's like oh yeah there's another passenger and i said yeah i said well she's all well, that's they're they're like way out of the way from where i'm going and i said yeah i said but the pay is pretty decent i said so let's see what happens and she's like kind of looking worried so because i think she already knew where the spot was i had no clue so as we're getting closer, we get as we're coming closer to the destination, I'm noticing that it's just getting darker and darker and darker and pitch black. And there was no street signs in this area. And I'm like, there's no signals. There's no nothing. And there's like these like, like industrial. Area. Yeah, industrial looking area. And I'm like, I pulled up and I put it in park and I'm looking around. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, where would they even come from? You know, and I didn't turn my lights off or anything. I have everything still blazing. I'm looking around just like, and I locked the doors. And as soon as I locked the door, she's like, thank you for that. Because <laughs> I said, oh, just in case, you know, if the individual looks crazy, I'm, I'm pulling off. I'm not even letting them in the car. And so as I sat there, I said, you know what? It was one minute had went by. and Usually I'll give them five minutes. And I turned to her and I looked at her and we're both women. I'm like, I don't know where I'm at. No telling who's going to come out here. And I looked again. I said, two minutes. I said, you know what? I canceled it myself and said, <laughs> my gut just said, nope, let's just get up out of here. And she was like, thank you for that. Uh, you will be getting a tip. <laughs> and how old were you? I was an adult. That was Do like you think literally. That, like 40 years. Yes. I was okay, 40 so years old, literally. 20s, would you be? That's a whole different thing. So if you wow. were to tell your 20 year old self, I would tell my 20 year old self. Listen to your gut. Yeah. It's never wrong. Yeah. And it's not just about situations like this. It's yeah. like business, business deals. Period. Anything. Just anytime. Listen to your inner voice yeah. because your inner voice isn't always talking to you. But <laughs> when your inner voice talks to you, mm-hmm. listen to your sister. Yeah. How I about agree. that? How about, how how about, about that? that how about that there? <laughs> All right. So my kind of deep question, I thought it was kind of light, but it could, it, it depends on how you see it. Mm-mm. So, what is the point of dating if you're not ready to marry? To fuck? Yeah. So, but, but what is dating, though? Because people have their whole perception of dating is two different things. Dating, and if you ask somebody who's 20-something years old, oh, yeah, we're dating, they're fucking. But then if you ask someone, like, who's in their 40s and up, you, if they're dating, there may not be sex involved. So, what is... What's dating? Like, who dates to marry? Like, what's the point if you're not? I think that it's always a generational question. Mm. And I think that the answer is the same, whether you would have asked the question in the 1970s versus the 90s versus now. Mm -hmm. I think that if you ask that question to a 20-year-old, it's different than if you ask it for me. Right. Or where you are in life or what relationships. So I don't think it's very straightforward at all. So, I mean, I think that everyone dates to be in a... I don't think that people inherently, as 
women. I'm not going to speak for men. Cause yeah, because I was like, I, I always don't know think men, these men until they're about 30 or 40, they're just out to get their dick get wet. The, yeah. I mean, my husband tells it all the time. He was like, we know everything about each other. That's why we're married. We're- <laughs> and we got married. I got married when I was 40. He mm-hmm. already been married before. Mm-hmm. And he got, he was, he's a widow. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I was wild. Yeah. You know, I, you know, he's very dedicated when he's married, but when he wasn't married in his twenties, I mean, he's probably fucked over 200, 300 people. I can't remember the number, but it was in the hundreds. Right. Whereas I have only fucked about less than 20. Right. But I think for me personally, I dated to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I've always been like, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, a serial monogamist. Serial <laughs> monogamist. Yeah, I don't like it. Is but that a thing? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Like, you just want to be in a relationship. But there's nothing wrong yeah. with going out and seeing what's out there. Yeah, I've I agree I've learned my that. lessons doing what I do and people that do other the things. experience. I think that it just depends. I just, I don't think it's a straightforward answer. Okay. It's not a straightforward answer. It depends on the person. It depends on their the generation experiences. The experiences. It depends okay. on the generation. It depends on how they were raised. It depends on how they saw their parents. Right. And, and that's why I don't think it's a straightforward question. And I really don't have a great answer for that. Miss Lou. And I am sorry. Huh. What is your answer? <laughs> well, I, I thought, I, okay, so I guess me being the age group that I am, I'm thought dating was to prepare for marriage, like always. Like, I mean, if if you're a teenager, you're just kind of getting to know the opposite sex in general. So that there's, I guess, three aspects of different aspects of dating. But you know that I don't believe anyone, male or female, should get married until they're at least thirty years old because. You need to just sow your wild oats or however the saying goes, like Mm -hmm. live life. And I don't think anyone's mature enough before they're 20. I know you got married very, very young. (laughs) Do you think that your marriage would be different if you had got married at 30? Absolutely. See, so that's why I don't believe that anyone like that's why I tell my daughters and my sons, like, do not get married until Mm -hmm. you're at at least 30. Yeah. Like just enjoy your life. We're living to a hundred years old now. Yeah. So you have time to enjoy your life. It's not like we're in the 1800s. Yeah. We're before antibiotics and people live till they were 50. You yeah. have time. Barely. If, if 50, yeah. 42, 40. Yeah. I get that. That's one of the reasons why I try to tell my kids, Hey, do what you want to do. Go to school, go to college, travel, do whatever. So if you want to stay in the dorms, if you don't want to stay, if you want to live with the homies for a while, whatever the case you want it, whatever it is that you want to do that just anything that tickles your fancy, just do it before you settle down and have a family and you know dig your roots i think tickling your fancy is a different conversation mm, tickling your fancy <laughs> tickle tickle fancy fancy <laughs> i have another question because i was watching another a- question yes because this blew my mind because i'm like why do people do this shit okay so there is a movie called beckett it's got um, our man, um, my man. Okay, Idris. No, that's oh. that's not that's not your. See, we're gonna have to have a talk about this later, TT. See, I'm I'm tired of you claiming people. That's not yours. Oh, Idris is mine. He's English. No. You can't claim. <sighs> He's British. Yeah, British. English. Same British. Fucking thing. English. British. Yeah. Okay. He's Fine. My no, man. that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about David Washington. Oh, yeah, you can have him. Okay. I'll okay, go that. ahead. Okay. So anyway, this is this is the question based on that movie, Beckett. What would you do if you were in a car accident 
in another country, woke up and everything you owned was gone and the person you came with is dead and no one else knows where you are. Die. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. And then I even throw the other component on and somebody is trying to kill him on top of that. Did you watch the movie? Yes. Did you like it? Yes. Because I heard people didn't like that movie. Yeah. Okay, so... I liked it because of the adventure, but I was just like, dude, uh, are you going to watch it? No, you're not. Because I was like, all, every, all he did was get his ass beat through the whole movie, basically. He basically literally got his ass beat through this whole movie. Like, every scene, he was getting his ass beat. To be real, I'd rather talk about Malcolm and Marie because we just watched that the other night. Oh, no. Please, finally, let's get to this shit because I, I'm... I got well, I, no, we can't right now. We will talk about okay. it on well, another episode because I fell asleep in the last 10 minutes. I did ask okay, my husband to tell me what happened. No, I want you to watch the full yeah, thing. Yeah, we need to so watch the, the whole thing because I think that this. we can have a whole episode because it's a lot about narcissistic relationships. It's a lot about, like codependency like there's a whole bunch of shit what's the whole point of this movie oh okay this movie is dope if you guys haven't watched malcolm and marie even though i didn't see the very very ending like you should watch it it's just it transcends to all cultures it's not a black movie in Mm -hmm. my opinion maybe it is for you but um no i definitely agree with that i feel like you could put any actor asian white yeah indian middle eastern It'll always European. I think the story transcends for all humans. Yeah, and that's what I really think good writing is about. I get that. We'll talk about it. Okay, for sure. Do you just agree with that? Bookmark the. uh, Was that the wrong statement to say? No, I like that. That was actually good. So we'll talk about that because I have I wrote questions down about this bullshit. I'm going to watch so, it again then. Yeah, please do. Because I was like, uh, but anyway, yeah, we'll talk about that. Bookmark. Mm. Listen, Miss mm. Lou here with her Fenty lip gloss all <laughs> over her <laughs> new microphone. Huh. Mm. One mm. day she's going to tell tell everyone where you can listen to us. But for now, as always, TT yeah. will say you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Pandora, iHeartRadio, come for us. You can subscribe at IG and Facebook at She's Gonna Say It. You can email us for anything you want to email us about at She's Gonna Say It at gmail.com. Yes. We have some fabulous episodes coming up that we are working on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm. I know this might be minuscule to some people, Hmm. but we just hit a thousand downloads. In five months. And maybe people don't think that's a great thing, but I never imagined that we would get a thousand downloads. Not even close. In a year. Yeah. Nice. So the next goal is 10,000. 10,000? 10,000 before our one year anniversary. Mm. Think we can do it? I think we can do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. No, we're going (laughs) to do it. Because she's going to do it. She's going to do it. She's going to say it. Anyway, I love you, Miss Lou. Love you, TT. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. TT out. Miss Lou out this bitch. <laughs>